morning, everyone. Today is Sunday, May the 29th, 2022. We bless the Lord again for allowing us another opportunity to get it right, to change, to make a difference in this world. For yes, we are the chosen generation for such a time as this to bring forth the word of the Lord. Today, we're going to go into 1 Timothy chapter 2, and we're going to read verse 13 and 14. 13 and 14. 13 and 14, 1 Timothy chapter 2, 13 and 14. We're going to read this, and then we're going to go straight into a word of prayer. And we're just going to talk and Share what saith the Lord. We're going to share in the scriptures today, okay? First Timothy 2, reading 13 and 14. I'm reading from the New American Standard. And this is what it say. For it was Adam who was first created and then Eve. And it was not Adam who was deceived, but The woman being deceived fell into transgression. We thank the Lord for the word of God. Father God, we come before you in the name of the Lord Jesus. We first want to thank you for who you are. We thank you for being the supreme ruler over our lives. We thank you, Lord, for as well as it is. We thank you today, God, for who you have created us to be. We thank you today for choosing for us to see another day, for still providing life, air, that we may breathe and continue to live. We thank you for choosing us. Father God, we come before you in the name of Jesus with our minds open and our hearts open to receive what the Spirit has to say to your people. Father, we receive you today. We bless you and we give ourselves over to you completely. We welcome the Spirit, the teacher, to come with the love and compassion compelling us to be better, to do more, to do what you have called us to do in these last and evil days. Amen. We thank God for the reading of the word of the Lord. We really do. We thank him. We also want to congratulate our graduates. We had two of our young people to grace the stage at the Rupp Arena this weekend, graduating from high school. Deontay Morrison and also Dijon Morrison-White, all better known as Diggy. We thank God for those two young men that now hold the task on their shoulders, the weight of responsibility 
the responsibility of adulthood. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I, I know you. You've had much fun in your high school experience and maybe the both of you are seeking higher education and going on into college or going on into your careers. And and we're excited for you. But know, my sons, know that there is a weight of responsibility. Too much is given, much is required of you. Now, come on, men and women of God. Let's go into the word of the Lord. First Timothy 2. What does the word of the Lord say in verse 13? And I just want you to think about something today. Not going to hold you long because I know you may want to go in fellowship. Because I am. I'm going to fellowship today. Why are you fellowshipping today, Pastor? I will be located in fellowship with the house of prayer. On 7th Street, if you're not doing anything, 558 East 7th Street, I will be there. Come on, look at the word of the Lord. 1 Timothy 2, 13 and 14. This is what it's saying. For it was Adam who was first created and then Eve. Think about that for a moment. The word of the Lord, and, and, and first I, I, I want you to think about something that Elder said in his last teaching on, not his last, but the, the, the last one he did, okay, over the book of Jeremiah. He called it topical teaching. Okay, now th- this is why it's very important to, to stay connected because we can learn so much in the taught, preached word of God. So go back, I encourage you, go back and listen to the podcast, please. We, what we do, we pursue the word of the Lord, okay? Topical teaching, it's, it's something that we're, we're doing right now today. Something topical, just going to reach out here, pull out these two verses, and just expound on those. We're not going to go through the entire chapter. We're going to expound just on these two, okay? Because I know you're in a hurry to go in fellowship. So let me catch your attention before you leave, and, and, and let me give you a reason to continue ministry work. Listen listen to this. For it was Adam who was first created. And the scriptures let us know clearly that Paul is saying to young Timothy that Adam was the first man that were created. And then Eve. Do you feel the weight of responsibility that Adam had on his shoulders? 
Adam was created first. Yes, he was. He was the first representation of humanity. And then Eve came and was created by God through Adam. And verse 14 goes on to say, and it was not Adam who was deceived. I know women. I know. I know. We 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 sometimes we seem like we give give men a hard time. But the scripture says that it was not Adam who was deceived. But the woman being deceived. So so we know that it was Eve, the woman, who was deceived, and it was not Adam. But the woman being deceived, she fell into transgression. She fell into sin. But I want you to know today that the responsibility wasn't initially given to Eve. It was given to Adam. And we all know the story of how God had spoken to Adam previously before Eve was even put on scene. Already given instruction that you can eat and live. Everything you shall ever need is here present all around you. But do not eat of this tree. The day you shall eat of this fruit, you're going to die. I need for you to understand today the day that Adam chose in his mind to follow to follow the ways that Eve the way of sin that Eve went in first was this deception. He didn't have to follow through, but he did. The day that he did that was the day that Adam died right along with Eve. Was the day that humanity died. Was the day that sin crept into the world. Why? Adam was created first. He held the weight of responsibility for all humanity. And because of Adam's choice to disobey God, all humanity fell. I need you to understand something today. Please understand this. Nothing you did initially was the cause 
of the fall of humanity. I need you to understand that initially we were all born into Adam's sin. We were all shaping into Adam's (laughs) iniquity. And because of that, our ultimate sentence was death. Hmm. This is why sometimes we feel the necessary need to please our flesh. Are you listening to me this morning? Sometimes this is why we, we have a hard time giving up addictions, falling into the wrong relationships, falling into uh, what you will call peer pressure. This is why a lot of times we we don't show forth love because we have a sin nature. It only took one man It only took Adam to fall, to change the entire life, to change the the way life was supposed to be for all humanity. The same way it took just Adam It's the same way that God created another way. What way was that? He created another way that you and I be free from the sin death, the death of sin. That's why the grave can't hold us. That's why we're not fearful of death. It took God and his love for you and I to create another way to bring forth his son, his only begotten son, Jesus. And some of you know him as, and they call him sometimes, you know, the scholars call him the second Adam. You know him as Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ died for your sins. For my sins. For all humanity. He did it for you and me. And his intentions. Was not that he just saved you. And he saved me. But that he chose to. Save and deliver you and me. From sin death. So that we can be free. So that we can receive his spirit. The spirit of Jesus Christ. Which we know the spirit of the Holy Ghost. To do what? So that others may see the love of Christ in you and in me. The Bible says that he loved us so much so. That he gave 
his only begotten son, that whosoever will, whosoever receives him, the Bible said that we shall be saved. So, men and women of God, as we have chosen to accept this generous salvation, this grace that was extended to you and me, through the power of the Holy Spirit, as we have accepted because of God's rich mercy, because of his great love, that he has given to you and me, that he died for, for, for our transgressions. There was no sin on him. He died for us. And the Bible lets us know that because he died, we shall live again. And we shall be raised up with him. And we shall be seated up or in heavenly places with him. It's for you and me to continue this love. And continue it by sharing and giving the gifts that he has placed in you and me to others. That they also be free. That they also receive. I know you may not think your life may be worth anything or that you may not be called to do anything. Yes, you have been. You also have been called for your generation. Wherever he places you. And I, like I said earlier, I know you. we have a couple that, that, that are going off to uh, and graduated from high school and going off to, to really see where their f- future, what holds in the future. Don't you know, it's you also that is called that others may see the love of Christ in you. You have not been given the word of the Lord all of these years just to hold it to yourself, but that others may be free. So wherever you go, share the love of Christ with others. Can they see the love of Christ in you and me. I want to encourage everyone on the line today. Don't you dare give up on God to just to go after your dreams, you know. Because the Bible lets us know, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. It has to be done in this order, not backwards. You can't seek the other things first and then him. It doesn't work like that, men and women of God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things shall be added unto you and me. So by seeking him, we're not putting him last, but we're putting him first. So whatever you should desire and whatever your heart's desire concerning success in this life. You have to first seek him first. Who have you been called to? The family that he has chosen to put you in. Listen, 
We have been placed in our families for a purpose. If we see them on drugs, we see them held in strongholds and addiction. We have been chosen. You and me have been chosen to help bring them out. Our children. You hold the weight of responsibility to live the life of Christ before them. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Our grandchildren. We ought to be able to know that the word of God that we have given to our children. Wherever they go, because they're not going to stay. They're just not going to stay right stuck up under us. They're not going to do it. Why? Because they have a great call on their life. We want this for them. We want them to go and change the world. I know that you you may want to stay a kid at heart. I know you want to enjoy life. Good. I do too. I do it every day. I enjoy life. But you also have to put away the childish thing. And be men and women of God, growing the immaturity in Christ, away with the excuses. Grow your relationship with Christ, and then share it with others, so they may be free, so they may receive Christ as well. I love you, men and women of God, and I do believe that you love me too. With that being said, let's be prayerful for one another on this great Sunday morning. And let's do what the Lord has called you and me to do. You have a blessed and marvelous day.